today for day 15 of a devotional series that I've called From Beginning Until the End, the Story of Creation, Rebellion, Salvation, and Consummation. We have been looking uh, fairly closely at salvation. What is it? How does it come to uh, the individual? And we've talked considerably about the state of the unbeliever or, or the status of uh, the unbeliever that, that they're essentially unable and unwilling to do uh, that which is necessary for their salvation. That it is God that must accomplish in their heart and mind uh, that uh, ability to do what, it is nece- what it is necessary to do. Again, namely, repent and believe. And one of my favorite images of how God works uh, is found in the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 22 uh, through 25. It is here that Peter, and, and maybe he's even reflecting uh, upon uh, the parable we looked at recently, the parable of the soils, the parable of the sower, the parable of the seeds, however you want to uh, look at it. Uh, but it's a parable found in all three uh, of the synoptic gospels in which Jesus spoke of a, a sower sowing seeds and uh, the seed fell on four different types of soil, only one that was ultimately uh, productive. And maybe Peter had thought about that as he thought about the realities of the Word of God and, and how it is that salvation would come uh, to an unbeliever having, having understood uh, uh, the nature of the unbelieving person, having understood their capacity or lack thereof capacity, uh, their condition as not only being estranged and alienated, but being uh, dead uh, to God, dead to the things of God. And so Peter writes in this fashion, beginning in verse 22, having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, Love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again. Not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding Word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. And the grass withers, and the flower fails. But the Word of the Lord remains forever. And this Word is the good news that was preached to you. One thing that I would want you to know about your Bible, about God's Word, is that it is supernatural in its origin, and it's supernatural in terms of its impact upon those who uh, believe. Jesus even speaks of it in John 6 as His Word being Spirit. That, that there's a way that, uh, again, is, is somewhat of a mystery to us. We don't understand all the workings of it. But that God takes His inspired and errant, infallible Word, the the Word that's preserved for us in in our Bibles. He takes that Word, and uh, through the power of the Spirit, uh, He imparts life to the unbelieving heart as He sees fit. Again, as we saw in the parable of the sower, there are soils that don't produce uh, any fruition at all, and then there's some types of soil that produces a superficial type of, uh, fruition, but only one of those soils produced an, an ultimate fruition, representing those who ultimately uh, believe unto uh, salvation. And so the new birth comes to us through the 
preaching of the Word of God because it is the imperishable seed. We're sowing this imperishable seed. It it is a word that that endures, it, it remains. And every faithful believer who has proclaimed, who has spoken uh, this truth, they are proclaiming a good news that is God's Word that endures forever. Long after I'm gone, long after I depart the scene, the Word of God will still be here and it will still be used by God as the singular method by which He will bring that which only He can bring, namely the new birth. And so... We're left. Again, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, he had renounced the shameful ways associated uh, with men. And I would hope that any uh, well-intentioned believer who desires to see people saved would understand that nobody can and nobody will ever come to salvation through uh, 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 emotional manipulation, through some types of of uh, schemes, some types of, of false promises or superficial assurances. The salvation only comes as this imperishable seed is proclaimed, this powerful truth that is inspired of God, that, that is uh, given a supernatural quality to impart life uh, where there is death. And I would uh, even say uh, beyond that, that there, there's two components to uh, this imperishable seed. That one component is the law. Uh, that is that which God uses to till up this this uh, uh, the soil of the human heart to do what? To prepare it for the gospel. That which gives life. That which imparts to the individual the new birth. And so, indeed, at some level, there's a mystery. But we certainly know enough to be faithful in the practice of doing that which God has called us to do. How do we make disciples? We preach the gospel. How do we bring people to salvation? We preach the gospel. How do we see that people are born again? That is, we preach the gospel, this imperishable seed. How, how do we uh, compel and, 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 and uh, call upon people to repent and believe? We proclaim the gospel, the imperishable seed of the new birth. Because what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by this that Peter describes as the imperishable seed. Thank you so much for your time today, and I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. God bless.